Hare Krishna, my dear devotees. Welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books. I've been away from you for three days. I don't know how I've tolerated, but it's been an eventful three days. But I made my vow. No more off days for the rest of this month. Hare Krishna. Right here in the live studios, <coughs> we're sitting by Das Brahmacharya and myself, <clears throat> located in Hyde, Kent, <clears throat> Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel, and we're here trying to continue to broadcast the Shabda Brahma, the transcendental sound coming from the spiritual world through the lotus lips of Srila Prabhupada in his translations and commentary purports of the Srimad Bhagavatam. Srimad Bhagavatam Mahima Stotram by Srila Sanatana Goswami glorifies the Bhagavatam and explains exactly what it is. It goes like this. Sarva Shastram Dipiyusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnada Sarva Lokaika Drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures singular fruit of all the Vedas rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds Sarva Bhagavata Prana Srimad Bhagavata Prabho Kalidvanduritaditya Sri Krishna Parivartita O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees O Master Srimad Bhagavatam You are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali You are the exact image of Sri Krishna Paramananda Pataya Premavarshakshadayate Sarvada Sarvasevyaya Shri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Shri Krishna Himself. Madekabando Matsangin Madguru Man Mahadana Manestadagamad Bhagya Mad Ananda Namostute. My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu sadutadi dayin atinicho chatakada hanamunchagada chen mam primnarit kantayokspuda. O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly. O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya <clears throat> Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Okay, we reach chapter 21 of the fourth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. We're starting with text 28 
and 29. We're hearing the instructions given by Maharaj Prithu. Mm. This is confirmed not only by the evidence of the Vedas, but also by the personal behavior of great personalities like Manu, Uttanapad, Dhruva, Priyavrata, and my grandfather, Anga as well as many other great personalities and ordinary living beings, entities, exemplified by Maharaj Prahlad and Bali, all of whom are theists, believing in the existence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead who carries a club. Purport. <clears throat> Narottam Das Thakur states, that one has to ascertain the right path for his activities by following in the footsteps of great saintly persons and books of knowledge under the guidance of a spiritual master, Sadhu, Shastra, Guru, Bhakya. A saintly person is one who follows the Vedic injunctions, which are the orders of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The word guru refers to one who gives proper direction under the authority of the Vedic injunctions and according to the examples of the lives of great personalities. The best way to mold one's life is to follow in the footsteps of, of the authorized personalities like those mentioned herein by Prithu Maharaj, beginning with Swayambhuvamanu. The safest path is of li in life. The safest path in life is to follow such great personalities, especially those mentioned in the Srimad Bhagavatam. The Mahajans or great personalities are Brahma, Lord Shiva, Narada Muni, Manu, the Kumaras, Prahlad Maharaj, Bali Maharaj, Yamaraj, Bhishma, Janaka. Shukadev Goswami and Kapila Muni. Text 30. Although abominable persons like my father, Vena, the grandson of death personified, are bewildered on the path of religion, all the great personalities, like those mentioned, agree that this is that this in that in this world the only bestower of the benedictions of religion, economic development, sense gratification, liberation, or elevation to the heavenly planets is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Purport King Vena, the father of Prithu Maharaj, was condemned by the Brahmanas and saintly persons because of his denying the existence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and rejecting the method of satisfying Him by performance of Vedic sacrifice. In other words, he was an atheist who did not believe in the existence of God and who consequently 
stopped all Vedic ritualistic ceremonies in his kingdom. Prithu Maharaj considered King Vena's character abominable because Vena was foolish regarding the execution of religious performances. Atheists are of the opinion that there is no need to accept the authority of the Supreme Personality of Godhead to be successful in religion, economic development, sense gratification, or liberation. According to them, Dharma, or religious principles, are meant to establish an imaginary God to encourage one to become moral, honest, and just so that the social orders may be maintained in peace and tranquility. Furthermore, they say that actually there is no need to accept God for this purpose. For if one follows the principles of morality and honesty, that is sufficient. Similarly, if one makes nice plans and works very hard for economic development, automatically the result of economic development will come. Similarly, sense gratification also does not depend on the mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. For if one earns enough money by any process, one will have sufficient opportunity for sense gratification. Insofar as liberation is concerned, they say that there is no need to talk of liberation because after death, everything is finished. Prithu Maharaj, however, did not accept the authority of such atheists headed by his father, who was the grandson of death personified. Generally, a daughter inherits the qualities of her father and the son gets the qualities of his mother. Thus, Mrityu's daughter, Sanita, got all the qualities of her father and Vena inherited the qualities of his mother. A person who is always subjected to the rules and regulations of repeated birth and death cannot accommodate anything beyond materialistic ideas. Since King Vena was such a man, he did not believe in the existence of God. Modern civil civilization agrees with the principles of King Vena, but factually, if we scrutinizingly study all the conditions of religion, economic development, sense gratification, and liberation, we must accept the principles of the authority of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. According to Vedic literature, religion consists only of the codes of law given by God. If one does not accept the authority of the Supreme Godhead in matters of religion and morality, one must explain why two persons of the same moral standard achieve different results. It is generally found that even if two men have the same moral standards of ethics, honesty and morality, their positions are still not the same. Similarly, in economic development, it is seen that if two men work very hard day and night, still the results are not the same. 
One person may enjoy great opulence without even working, whereas another person, although working very hard, does not even get two sufficient meals a day. Similarly, in the matter of sense gratification, sometimes one who has sufficient food is still not happy in his family affairs, or sometimes is not even married, whereas another person, even though not economically well-off, has the greatest opportunity for sense gratification. Even an animal, like a hog or a dog, may have greater opportunities for sense gratification than a human being. Aside from liberation, even if we consider only the preliminary necessities of life, dharma, artha, and kama, religion, economic development, and sense gratification, we will see that they are not the same for everyone. Therefore, it must be accepted that there is someone who determines the different standards. In conclusion, not only for liberation must one depend on the Lord, but even for ordinary necessities in the material, this material world. Prahlad Maharaj therefore says that in spite of serving rich parents, children are sometimes not happy. Or in spite of valuable medicine administered by a competent physician, sometimes a patient dies. Or in spite of having a big safe boat, sometimes a man drowns. Prahlad Maharaj thus concludes that although we may struggle to counteract impediments <clears throat> offered by material nature, our attempts cannot be successful unless we are favored by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Text 31 By the inclination to serve the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, suffering humanity can immediately cleanse the dirt which has accumulated in their minds due during innumerable births. Like the Ganges water, which emanates from the toes of the lotus feet of the Lord, such a process immediately cleanses the mind, and thus spiritual or Krishna consciousness gradually increases. Take mm, purport. In India, one can actually see that a person who takes a bath in the Ganges waters daily is almost free from all kinds of diseases. A very respectable brahmana in Calcutta never took a doctor's medicine. Even though he sometimes fell sick, he would not accept medicine from the physician but would simply drink Ganges water and he was always cured within a very short time. The glories of Ganges water was always are known to Indians and to ourselves also. The river Ganges flows by Calcutta. Sometimes within the water there are many stools and other dirty things which are washed away from neighboring mills 
and factories. But still, thousands of men take baths in the Ganges water and they are very healthy as well as spiritually inclined. That is the effect of Ganges water. The Ganges is glorified because it emanates from the toes of the lotus feet of the Lord. Similarly, if one takes to the service of the lotus feet of the Lord or takes to Krishna consciousness, he is immediately cleansed of the many dirty things which have accumulated in his innumerable births. We have seen that in spite of the very black record of their past lives, persons who take to Krishna consciousness become perfectly cleansed of all dirty things and make spiritual progress very swiftly. Therefore, Prithu Maharaj advises that without the benediction of the Supreme Lord, one cannot make advancement either in so-called morality, economic development, or sense gratification. One should therefore take to the service of the Lord or Krishna consciousness and thus very soon become a perfect man as confirmed in Bhagavad Gita. Chipram Bhavadidharmatma Shashvach Chantim Nigachtiti Being a responsible king, Prithu Maharaj recommends that everyone take shelter of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and thus be immediately purified. Lord Sri Krishna also says in Bhagavad Gita that simply by surrendering unto Him one is immediately relieved of all sinful reactions. As Krishna takes away all the sinful reactions of a person immediately upon his surrender unto Him, similarly, the external manifestation of Krishna, the represent, representative of Krishna, who acts as the mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, takes all the resultant actions of the sinful life of the disciple immediately after the disciple's initiation. Thus, if the disciple follows the principles instructed by the spiritual master, he remains purified and is not contaminated by the material infection. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu therefore stated that the spiritual master who plays the part of Krishna's representative has to consume all the sinful reactions of his disciple. Sometimes a spiritual master takes the risk of being overwhelmed by the sinful reactions of the disciples and undergoes a sort of tribulation due to their acceptance. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu therefore advised that one not accept many disciples. Text 32 When a devotee takes shelter at the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he is immediately, he is completely cleansed of all misunderstanding or mental speculation and he manifests renunciation. This is only possible 
when one is strengthened by practicing bhakti yoga. Once having taken shelter at the root of the lotus feet of the Lord, a devotee never comes back to this material existence, which is full of the threefold miseries. Purport As stated by Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in his Shikshastaka instructions, by the chanting of the holy name of the Lord, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Or by the process of hearing and chanting of the glories of the Lord, one's mind is gradually cleansed of all dirt. Due to our material association since time immemorial, we have accumulated heaps of dirty things in our minds. The total effect the total effect of this takes place when a living entity identifies himself with his body and is thus entrapped by the stringent laws of material nature and put into the cycle of repeated birth and death under the false impression of bodily identification. When one is strengthened by practicing bhakti yoga, his mind is cleansed of this misunderstanding and he is no longer interested in material existence or in sense gratification. Bhakti or devotional service is characterized by vairagya and jnana. Jnana refers to understanding that one is not his body and vairagya means disinterested, disinterest in sense gratification. These two primary principles of separation from material bondage can be realized on the strength of bhakti-yoga. Thus, when a devotee is fixed in the loving service of the lotus feet of the Lord, he will never come back to this material existence after quitting his body, as confirmed in Bhagavad-gītā by the Lord, Taktva dehang punarjanma naitimam in this verse, the word vijnana is specifically important. Jnana, the knowledge of spiritual identity that one attains when he does not consider himself to be the body, is explained in Bhagavad Gita as Brahmabhuta, the revival of spiritual realization. In the conditioned state of material existence, one cannot be spiritually realized because he identifies himself materially. The understanding of the distinction between material existence and spiritual existence is called jnana. After coming to the platform of jnana or the Brahmabhuta state, one ultimately comes to devotional service in which he completely understands his own position and the position of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This understanding is explained here as Vijnana Vishesha. In other words, when one is strengthened by scientific knowledge of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, his position of liberation is guaranteed. In Bhagavad Gita 
the science of devotional service is described as pratyaksha bhagamam dharmyam, direct understanding of the principles of religion by realization. By practicing bhakti-yoga, one can directly perceive his advancement in spiritual life. In other practices like karma-yoga, jnana-yoga and dhyana-yoga, one may not be confident about his progress. But in bhakti-yoga, one can become directly aware of his progress in spiritual life, just as a person who eats can understand that his hunger is satisfied. Our false appetite for enjoyment and lordship of the material world is due to a prominence of passion and ignorance. By bhakti-yoga, these two qualities are diminished and one becomes situated in the mode of goodness. Gradually surpassing the mode of goodness, one is situated in pure goodness, which is not contaminated by the material qualities. When, when thus situated, a devotee no longer has any doubts. He knows that he will not come back to this material world. Text 33 Prithu Maharaj advised his citizens, engaging your minds, your words, your bodies, and the results of your occupational duties, and being always open-minded, you should all render devotional service to the Lord. According to your abilities and the occupations in which you are situated, you should engage your service at the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead with full competence and without reservation then you will surely be successful in achieving the final objective in your lives purport as stated in the 18th chapter of Bhagavad Gita svakarmana tam arbyarchcha one has to worship the supreme personality of Godhead by one's occupational duties. This necessitates accepting the principle of four varnas and four ashramas. Prithu Maharaj therefore says, Gunai Sakarma Bhi. This phrase is explained in Bhagavad Gita, Chaturvarnyam Mayasrishtam Gunakarma Vibhagashaha. The four castes the Brahmanas, Chaturas, Vaishyas and Shudras are created by the Supreme Personality of Godhead according to the material modes of nature and the particular duties discharged in those modes. A person who is situated in the mode of goodness is certainly more intelligent than others. Therefore, he can practice the Brahminical activities, namely, speaking the truth, controlling the senses, controlling the mind, remaining always clean, practicing tolerance, having full knowledge about one's self-identity, practicing and understanding devotional service. In this way, if he engages himself in the loving service of the Lord as an actual brahmana, his aim to achieve the final interest in life is guaranteed.
Similarly, the Kshatriya's duties are to give protection to the citizens, to give all his possessions in charity, to be strictly Vedic in the management of state affairs, and to be unafraid to fight whenever there is an attack by enemies. In this way, a Kshatriya can satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead by his occupational duties. Similarly, a Vaisha can satisfy the Supreme Godhead by properly executing his occupational duties, engaging himself in producing foodstuffs, giving protection to cows, and trading, if necessary, when there is an excess of agricultural production. Similarly, because Shudras do not have ample intelligence, they should simply engage as workers to serve the higher statuses of social life. Everyone's aim should be to satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead by engaging his mind in thinking always of Krishna, his words in always offering prayers to the Lord or preaching about the glories of the Lord and his body in executing the service required to satisfy the Lord. As there are four divisions within our body, the head, the arms, the belly, and the legs. Similarly, human society, taken as a whole, is divided into four classes of men according to their material qualities and occupational duties. Thus, the Brahminical or intelligent men have to execute the duty of the head. The Chatriyas must fulfill the duty of the arms. The Vaishya class must fulfill the duty of the belly. And the Shudras must fulfill the duty of the legs. In executing the prescribed duties of life, no one is higher or lower. There are such divisions as higher and lower. But since there is actually a common interest to satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead, there are no distinctions between them. The question may be raised that since the Lord is supposed to be worshipped by, by great demigods like Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva and others, how can an ordinary human being on this planet serve Him? This is already explained by Prithu Maharaj by the use of the word Yatadikara according to one's ability. If one sincerely executes his occupational duty, that will be sufficient. One does not need to become like Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva, Indra, Lord Chaitanya, or Ramanujacharya, whose capabilities are certainly far above ours. <clears throat> Even a Shudra, who is in the lowest stage of life, according to the material qualities, can achieve the same success. Anyone can become successful in devotional service provided he displays no duplicity. It is explained here that one must be very frank and open-minded, amayina, to be situated in the lower status of life is not a disqualification for success in devotional service. The only qualification is that whether one is a Brahmana, Chatriya, Vaishya or Shudra, 
he must be open, frank, and free from reservations. <clears throat> then, by performing his particular occupational duty under the guidance of a proper spiritual master, he can achieve the highest success in life. As confirmed by the Lord Himself, Striyovaishas, Tatashudras, Tepiyanti, Pradam Gatim. It does not matter what, what one is, whether it's Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shudra, or a degraded woman. If one engages himself seriously in devotional service, working with body, mind, and intelligence, he is sure to be successful in going back home, back to Godhead. The Lord's lotus feet are described here as Kama, Dugangri, Pankajam, because they have all power to fulfill the desires of everyone. A devotee is happy even in this life, because although in material existence we have many needs, all his material needs are satisfied. And when he at last quits his body, he goes back home, back to Godhead, without a doubt. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. What's the size of the next purport? Very long. So we're going to stop here. The next purport will take us well past our time. And we will start tomorrow with text 34. And we will humbly wait patiently for the reflections of the assembled devotees. Hare Krishna. Yes, Rati. Haribo. Good to see you again. Good to hear you again. Hare Krishna. This is from Gopakanya Devidasi. Yes, Gopakanya Devidasi. Jai Ho Maharaj, thank you for shining to us with your daily reading service. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada and Srimad Bhagavatam. All my humble obeisances to all the assembled devotees. Yes, thank you very much. Samabeda Bhakta Binda Ki Jai. Haribo. This is from Braj Balaba. Well, Braj Balaba, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. There is no need to accept God because if one follows moral principles, this is so-called spirituality in, the, the, in, in these days, so comical and misled. These materialistic concepts, just trying to do good, means one is advanced in today's society. Most just act selfishly. And what was the last part of that sentence? The last part of that sentence is they can do that and act like that because they think that at the time of death everything is finished. Hare Krishna. In other words, they've got no one or nothing to be responsible to 
or four. They just think of themselves and their own sense gratification and nothing else. That is the life of animals. As sad as it sounds. We look around the world today and we see so much quarreling going on on all levels, in all countries, on all subjects. It's amazing how people can get so wound up. And this is the only solution to accept that one is not the body, to accept that there must be an intelligence behind the workings of this body and the universe and to surrender without reservation following the laws of God the laws of God are gross but they're also subtle and look what's happening to the environment now it's being destroyed but just like when you cut yourself and you keep, if you want, if you look at it for a long time, you'll see the thing heal in front of your eyes. Even without medicine, without anything, you just keep looking, and it will cure it, cure it, cures itself. Without you actually doing anything. So the the, the the earth is like that. If you just leave it alone and stop trying to defile it, it rejuvenates itself, and that's what happens at the end of the Kali Yuga. Finally, Kalki comes. Krishna comes in the form of Kalki, and he just drives around, rides around on a white horse, and chops the head off of everybody, except for those who are still devotees. Those persons are living secluded, and and then those persons that are doing the damage today are like them. They, when they stop doing the the nonsense, the red, the, the the earth rejuvenates itself and those persons who are still devotees they act properly and they repopulate the earth and the Satya Yuga begins again that is the law of God and you can't change it nobody can change it thanks Braj <clears throat> that was a very important sentence that you brought out This is from Anandamurti Devi Dasi. Yes, Anandamurti. Dear Guru Maharaj and all assembled devotees, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you so much for reading Sri the Prabhupada's books today. The pleasure is all mine, believe me. And I get so much relief because I haven't been reading for the last three days and I've been feeling the lacking. Thank you. Sudevi Dasi says Hare Krishna Maharaj. And to you, Sudevi Dasi, Hare Krishna, back to you. Oh, from Shradanjali. Shradanjali, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna to you. And this is more from Anandamurti. Yes, Anandamurti. It is so nice to hear the Maharaj Prithu's word. Quote. Engaging your minds, your words, your bodies in the results of your occupational duties and being always open-minded, 
should all render devotional service to the Lord. Yes. According to our abilities and the occupations in which you are situated, you should engage your service at the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead with full confidence and without reservation. Then you will surely be successful in achieving the final objective in your lives. Hare Krishna, thank you for that gem. We could all look at it again. Thank you and appreciate it. Ranti to come through with something. Not yet. Yes, Ranti. Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you very much for reading once again. Tonight I was on the bike coming home from the Sunday feast <laughs> and my mind was all over the place. I became a little sad while hearing the exalted philosophy because I feel so cemented into my conditioning and attachments even though I think I am sincere in my desire to become a devotee. So I guess all I can do is to pray and keep going and keep hearing and trying harder. <clears throat> well, the fact that you hear every day and, and chant every day and try every day means, according to what we just heard, that at the time of death, you're going back to Godhead. And everything that you need will be provided. It may be different ways for different people, but everything that you need is being provided. Hare Krishna. In other words, you've surrendered to Krishna and therefore Krishna will help you. He's going to help you. He is helping you. She says, Oh, that is so sweet of you to say. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Something more from Anandamurti? Yes, Anandamurti. It is also nice to hear, quote, in executing the prescribed duties of life, no one is higher or lower. There are such there mm. are such divisions as higher and lower, but since there is actually a common interest to satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead, there are no distinctions between them. Yes, therefore the conclusion is that if you do your prescribed duty properly according to the instructions of the Vedas and Krishna, then it doesn't make any difference what your occupational duty is, whether you're highly placed or lower placed in human society, it doesn't make any difference. You can go back to God by doing your duty for the pleasure of Krishna and worshipping Krishna while you're doing it. That's it. The perfection. There's one more from Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati. 
I will do my utmost best to hold on to you in my life. <laughs> That's for sure. Hare Krishna, thank you very much. Open-minded. This is the key word in these verses we read today. That that uh, Ananda Murti already mentioned. Or just stay open-minded and keep chanting Hare Krishna and trying to spread Krishna consciousness as you are and everything will be okay. Hare Krishna. I'd like to thank all of you so much for welcoming back, welcoming me back uh, so affectionately. And I might, I might add, I'm very attached to all of you and most attached to hearing the Bhagavatam with you like this. And I know that we're not going as fast as we could. We, sh we could read more. But I think the, the amount of time we're doing and the pace that we're reading it will take quite some time, but it will, it will be worth it for everyone to have this Bhagavatam uh, there again on the YouTube channel, full, cover to cover. The evidence is there, clear. We have to do this again and again. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Samabheda bhakta brinda ki jai. Gaur premanandi hari hari bo. See you tomorrow night. I promise. Same time, place, same place, uh, same topic as Prithu Maharaj continues to enlighten his citizens. Hare Krishna. See you tomorrow.